you're about to enter into a new world of knowledge, curiosities, and high strangeness. This is a podcast of Straight Up Strange Productions. The Happily Ever Haunted podcast may contain graphic content that may include sexual violence, suicide, or murder. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Happily Ever Haunted. I'm Bailey. And I'm Milton. And this is the podcast where we tell you stories of the strange and unusual. Ooh. Ooh. We're back from. Back at it again, baby. Being busy. <laughs> Happy hump day. Um, Yeah. So we didn't have an episode last week. Yeah. And... Surprise. It's hump day, y'all. <laughs> well, when this comes out, it'll be hump day. Yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Surprise. It's hump day. <laughs> We'll have another episode released tomorrow on our regular schedule. We just wanted to make up for not getting in your ear holes last week. Yeah, you're getting a twofer. A twofer. Coming at you twice. <laughs> twice as hard. Twice as fast. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> I, guess I was going to say something like kind of along those lines, but like uh, it's a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's only weird if you make it weird. Yeah, I'm making it weird. Uh... Yeah. yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. That's what I do best. Did you miss us last week? I hope so. I missed you guys. I missed doing this. I legit <laughs> like. I was sitting in my internship today, and I was like, I was looking at my to do list, and like the podcasts are always on my to do list, and I was legit like, did I forget to post last week? And I was like, wait, nope. <laughs> like I, I, like I missed doing like an episode last week. I mean, did I enjoy the free time a little bit? But, I don't feel like I got any free time. But, I mean, yo, you're busy as fuck. <laughs> but, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into a podcast. So, it's like, oh, hey, we got a little break in. But, no. Only you did. We, <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, we know. We missed you guys. We missed doing this. So, we're back again with another episode. Another awesome drink. And I think by far the best drink so far. And Bailey came up well, with the best decoration so far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Bailey came in clutch with the decorations. With a good old dollar uh, tree. What? Oh, go what? With a good old dollar tree skull and oh, knife. Oh, no, don't spoil it. Why? They, they don't know what I did to it. They gotta see it on the gram. I understand, but you gotta give them something to like be wanting <laughs> for. Give them a little crumb. They'll want the whole cookie. Let's Giggity. just say there's a floating skull. Oh my god, now you're telling them. Well, you Jesus. said it was a Dollar Tree skull. What and else could knife. you do with it? And then I don't know. Carve out its eyeballs. Drink from the... There's no eyeballs from, in a skull. A drink from the top of its head. Okay, you could do that. That's, See? That'd be cool. I can do that with the other Dollar Tree skull we have. What other... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've honestly thought about making it into a planner and maybe putting like a string of pearls coming out of it. Like hair, that'd be really cool. See, that's the problem with having too many decorations. <laughs> decorations come out of nowhere and you're like what the hell is, what do you mean we got another skull decoration i even though we had another skull decoration we have like three or four of them <sighs> we got all the spiders we do i do know that we're a very spider house it's a spider man um <clears throat> sorry you're so lame <laughs> eight-legged freaks what a good movie um 
So the drink for this episode is something that's kind of cool, something different. I think this is the most um, aesthetically pleasing drink I've ever made. So the drink for this episode is the Halloween Spooky Screwdriver. And to make this drink yourself, you will need... um, So for the actual drink, you'll need uh, black food coloring, uh, four ounces of grenadine, eight ounces of orange juice, and four ounces of vodka. And vodka. <laughs> and uh, if you want to garnish, uh, there's like an optional kind of like uh, rim for the glass, uh, which is just food coloring and uh, corn syrup. Uh, and you would just need four tablespoons of corn syrup for that. And this recipe yields two cocktails. So just make sure you measure things out. Or you can just measure it out for two cocktails and drink both of them if you don't need to. Or, yeah, or you could just pour them into one big glass and just have at it. That's what I do with wine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turns out a bottle is only two glasses of wine if you pour it right. <laughs> if you pour it right, which is the rim <laughs> to the rim. Um, Look, so, I'm here for a good time, not for a long time. Big facts. Big facts. <laughs> so to, for, to make the drink... Uh, first you need to add, uh, the corn syrup to a shallow bowl, mix in with a, uh, mix in with the black food coloring. We didn't do this shit. We did not do the rim. Just, it seemed like it'd be sticky and, you know, podcasting with sticky hands doesn't sound fun, but yeah, if you, if you choose to do this, uh, it does make a kind of cool effect. It looks like the glass is kind of like melting almost. It's melting. Um, so yeah, if you do decide to do that, just a shallow bowl with corn syrup and black food coloring, mix it up, and then rim the glasses. A few drops of food coloring for the vodka. So you'll have that in a separate container. You'll add the food coloring, mix that up. Then you'll pour the grenadine into your cocktail glass. Uh, we did a martini glass. Because so it's cuter. Yeah. And that's what uh, I got the recipe from culinaryginger.com. The yeah, you would use a cocktail glass, and that's what's used for the recipe. You would pour the grenadine at the bottom, then you would use a spoon and slowly pour in the orange juice, and then you would top it off with the black black vodka. And so it should create like a layered effect where it's red red at the bottom, then orange in the middle, and then black on top. And so. Um, I really hate that we're drinking this. Uh, <laughs> this is very it. pretty. Um, and it's my moment in the sun because I've never made a drink like this before. And it turned out so well. And it well. turned out as I'm well so as it did. Also, I might have plastic skull pieces in my drink. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Well, don't don't drink the plastic. It'll all go down. It's fine. Oh, okay. All <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. So... Are cheers. You, cheers to drinking plastic. This is the most awkward cheers I've ever been a part of. All right. I don't know how to get this all in my mouth at one time. All the layers. Oh, this tastes like my kind of drink. Just so minus the food coloring, it'd be great. Or like the whole thing of vodka on top. That's what it's supposed to be. I understand, but it's like taking <laughs> yeah. a shot of vodka. That's what it's supposed to Heads up, y'all. If you don't have a big ass mouth like my husband. I didn't I didn't do a big drink. I literally <laughs> just sipped it and I, I was able to taste everything. <laughs> Mix it up before you try it. Because Optionally. all you'll get is 
Vodka. It's optional. Vodka, vodka, vodka. I liked it. It was good. I, I tasted it. the orange juice. It was a tropical but spooky drink. I loved it a lot. And if you guys make it at home and you like it a lot, let us know on our social medias. So let's get into this paranormal podcast that everyone's been missing. For a week. Ooh, For a week. We assume that everybody's missing. Yeah, I'm making a wild <laughs> assumption, but you know. For real? <laughs> Whatever helps us sleep at night. All um, of our fans. Yeah, right. <laughs> All four of them. Um, I'm kidding. The baker from Sweet Lucy's and <laughs> the owner of Sweet Lucy's and Chris <laughs> from Obscure Anomalies. We miss shout you out too. To, yeah, shout out to Obscure Anomalies. Shout out to Sweet Lucy's Bakery. Shout out to anyone else that's listening that we don't know. We love you. We appreciate it. Um, All my family's like, oh yeah, I started listening, but I'm a little behind. I, it's okay. I know you stopped after episode one. <laughs> so uh, the story for this week, uh, it's going to be it. <laughs> it is a it's a fort like it's a castle. It's another octagon. It's a ca- It's a it's another geometric shape. I'm so tired of the geometric shape. Um. <laughs> um so we're going to south africa south africa today oh where sinjin's from where yes uh sinjin from 90 day fiance Mm -hmm. um yeah you can't keep saying like sinjin and like people supposed to know this (laughs) from 90 day fiance well if they'd look it up they would know um (laughs) so yeah we're going to south south i keep saying south south africa like from the south um south africa and we're covering the Castle of Good Hope. Ooh. Uh, yeah. It's good. It, <laughs> see what you did there. Uh, yeah. So let's just kind of jump in here. So the Castle of Good Hope is located in Cape Town, South Africa. The castle was built by the Dutch East India Company between 1666 and 1679. The castle is the oldest existing building in South Africa and has a star shape with five bastions. An octagon. Do you know what uh, bastions are? Bastions are those things. It's Here, can I show you what a bastion is? Uh, Sure. These are bastions. These little things right there. Hey, good job. Yeah. You know what a bastion is. I know what a bastard is, too. I know what a baskins is. <laughs> um, Killed her husband. <laughs> Killed <laughs> husband. Whacked her. Uh, fucking bro, that song is stuck in my head all the time. I'll be singing that shit randomly, like just like Carol Baskin. It's um, so fucking catchy. Because it it's savage. It's great. Like it's savage and it's savage. Don't last layers, man. Come on. Um, <laughs> you know, eventually we're gonna have to talk about the Tiger King because you know, uh, Zach Baggins went out there. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Did he do an investigation? Yeah. Uh, uh, when he would. Oh, no way. Yeah. Okay, we gotta watch that. Um, damn, I'm off topic. Um, so a Get back to your bastards. So for those that don't know, a bastion is a structure that protrudes out of the wall of a fort or castle in this case, and serves to provide cannon fire and hold supplies among other things. The castle was built to be a defensive fortress against an impeding conflict against the Netherlands and England. However, the fortress did not just serve as a defensive fortress. Within the castle, civilians lived there as well. The fortress housed 
a church, bakery, various workshops, living quarters, shops, and prison cells, among other facilities. I want to know more about this bakery. <laughs> was there fresh bread? Pumpkin uh, bread? I'm assuming it was fresh bread. I love fresh bread. That's my favorite part of going to Central Market. Yeah. Oh, walking through the bread aisle. Some of the other interesting characteristics of the castle was the color. In order to prevent... To, in order to protect the citizens from conflict, an inner wall was built to separate the inner courtyard from the outer walls. The walls were painted in a yellow color to lessen the effect of the heat of the sun. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so, I actually know if that makes sense. <laughs> so, uh, well, there was no covering, obviously, so it's like kind of like this huge open area but like it's walled off and so you get nothing but sunlight so uh the cat balcony which was used as the gizmo (laughs) uh which was used as the governor's entrance is known for its fluted pillars wrought iron railings and curved staircases designed by renowned sculptor anton anrith It was from this balcony that announcements and judicial sentences were read to the inhabitants of the castle. Uh, The Castle of Good Hope operated as the seat of government of the Dutch East India Company until 1795 when the British occupied South Africa. The castle served as a political outpost until 1917 when the castle was handed over to the South African National Defense Force, who still operates the castle today. Then, in 1936, the castle was declared a national monument. With a rich history, it's no surprise that some castle visitors have not left. The first reported paranormal incident occurred in 1915. The apparition of a tall gentleman would be seen jumping off the side of one of the walls and walking between the bastions. The man disappeared until he was seen consistently in a two-week period in 1947. One popular story is of a curse placed on a former governor, Peter Gisberg, Gisbert Van Newt. I'm sorry, what? P- Peter Gisbert Van du- Newt. That's not what you said, Wally. Gis is Gisbert. Is G literally is G I J S B R T. Gisbert. Gisbert. Mm-hmm. I just can't believe. Peter Gisbert. I think you're just butchering it. At this I'm just point. butchering at this point. Yeah. Uh, Van Nut was governor of the castle from 1727 to 1729. He had a reputation of governing unfairly. In April of 1729, he unjustly sentenced seven soldiers to death for a desertion and overruled the court's more lenient sentence. One of the soldiers demanded that Van Nut uh, attend their execution, but he refused. As a result, a curse was placed on him, and on the same day of the execution, Van Nut mysteriously died in his quarters. It is said he had a, quote, look of terror on his face, and he was buried in an unmarked grave, for no one wanted to bury him in sacred ground. It is said that Van Nut haunts the castle to this day. One of the other more famous ghosts is... (laughs) is the lady in gray. The woman's identity is unknown and she is only known by her appearance of wearing a gray gown and crying hysterically. 
There's so many women that cry hysterically <laughs> in, these, in these episodes. Yeah, she's very emotional. Same, though. She is allegedly one of the most frequently seen ghosts in the castle. One famous sighting of this ghost occurred in 1947 during a royal family tour. They were in Cape Town celebrating one Princess Elizabeth's 21st birthday. So, uh, Princess Elizabeth, uh, now known as Queen Elizabeth, had an experience with this ghost. Wait, the one with the corgis? Yeah, the current Queen of England, yes. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm not good at that. I'm not th- I'm not great at keeping up with another country. I'm, I can barely keep up. Oh, oh God, our country. <laughs> I don't think anyone can keep up our Y'all country. Y'all go vote. Yeah, please vote if you haven't already. Um, several members of this party included Prince- Princess Margaret, uh, who also saw this ghost. One of the more creepy paranormal happenings occurs at the bell tower near the entrance of the castle. Is Notre Dame there? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, the hunchback. I mean, <laughs> in the 1700s, a soldier was found hanging from a bell rope. Oof. After his death, this bell tower was sealed off. But witnesses since state that they have heard one of the bells ringing at random times. This is like a really beautiful place to visit. Yeah. You know, I've always wanted to go to South Africa. I know. To Cape Town to go see the biggest great whites in the world. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, that's where they are. On a lighter note, one of the more friendly ghosts of the castle is the ghost of Lady Anne Bar- Barnard. Barnard. Yes. Bernard? It's B-A-R-N. Barnard. But it's Nard is... Barnard. Barnard, yes. Bernard. Oh, uh, Nard Dog? Nard Dog. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I'd sneak an office dog. reference. Yes. Uh, some Lady Bard, uh, Lady Nard Dog. Um, yeah. Lady Anne, uh, Barnard. Uh, she was, she was a colorful character in the 18th century. Shocker. Who lived in the castle for five years. You know, uh, Nard Dog on the Office was a colorful character in all of his sweaters. He so was. It fits. Yeah, it does. Uh, she married a man younger than herself and was oh, the scandalous. colony's first lady. I married a man younger than myself. Not she. Apparently, it was like a significant so age difference. I'm a whole year older than you. I'm. It was more significant <laughs> than a year. So like. That's why years. it's scandalous, Bailey. Scandalous. So, um, the dolphin pool where she bathed has been reconstructed from drawings she made of it. Her ghost has been seen in there and completely nude. So she's taken a bath, basically. Uh, her curly headed ghost has been known to appear at parties clothed, uh, given at the castle to honor distinguished guests. There are also other occurrences of hauntings, such as in the dungeon where guards patrolling between 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. have experienced all sorts of strange phenomena, such as screaming, uh, seeing people running, and then they be gone, stuff like that. Bye. Uh, the Castle of Good Hope is currently open for tours, and so if you ever somehow find yourself in South Africa, maybe after all this shit's over, uh, you know, definitely check it out. And you know, hunt some ghosts. Yeah, 
Go see some sharks and some ghosts. Some shark ghosts. Some ghost sharks. Ghost sharks. That's a word. That's a good movie. That'd be a good movie. Do you want to make it a movie? Yeah, let's do it. Y'all, I want to tell you all about this movie that's all this weekend, but Milton wouldn't let me. <laughs> no, we can't talk about that. Um, it's an undesirable We cannot movie. talk movie. about that. Yeah. Um, so the <laughs> we could. I know they're gonna people are gonna be asking about that. And if y'all like, want to really know, DM don't me and I'll tell know. you. So my references this week are Wikipedia.org, culturetrip.com, seeksghost.blogspot.com, and wattpad.com. So today I'm gonna be telling you about the haunted Skirvin Hilton Hotel in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Oh wait, Skirvin? Scurvy Skirvin. Oof. Oof. I'm just kidding. Um, but there is some like scurvy shit that goes on later. Um, <laughs> see what you did there. <laughs> the hotel opened in 1911 with two wing towers that stood 10 stories high in an art deco style. It had a total of 225 bedrooms. Yeah, it's huge. Huge. The hotel is named for the uh, for its founder, William Balzer or W.B. Skirvin. He was said to have the nicest hotels in Southwest America, which I didn't realize that Oklahoma was Southwest, but you learn something every day. Yeah, kind of, yes. When the hotel opened, it had air conditioning and running water in each room, which was the nicest of nice in 1911. Dang. Yeah. It had a ballroom that could fit 500 people, which like I'm not sure if that's a lot or not. 500 people? Yeah. That's all done. That's huge. I've had... I've seen weddings that are bigger than that. Bigger than 500 people? Like 500-ish. Okay. I mean, that's still big. <laughs> like, that's not like, that's not small. Okay. I'm just not sure what that looks like. <laughs> so, the most ostentatious of all was the chandeliers that Skirvin had imported from Austria that cost approximately $100,000 each. Damn. So in today's money, how much do you think that'd be? Like seven hundred fifty thousand. It's like two point five million. Damn. Yeah, if my calculations were correct, but I'm not saying that they were. Um, <laughs> during Prohibition, the hotel. Oh God. During Prohibition, the hotel had a very popular speakeasy. That would be your spot. Yeah. At this time, Skirvin began having an affair with the hotel maid. The story is that the maid became pregnant and to prevent news about the scandal getting out, the maid was locked in a hotel room at the top level, the 10th floor, of the hotel. She gave birth in the hotel room and then she and the baby were trapped in the room. She became depressed and hopeless and she grabbed the baby and jumped out the window um, of the hotel room to her death with the baby in her arms. Damn. Yeah. In 1925, a third story, 12, a third story. In 1925, a third 12 story wing was added. And then uh, between 1929 and 1930, all three wings were leveled off to the 14th floor. The hotel added 300 more rooms, totaling uh, to 525 rooms. The hotel was later closed in 1988 and stayed that way till 2007, which is a really long closure. Like, apparently, it was like all dilapidated and shit. I believe it. Sounds like it. Sounds like it would be. Yeah. So in 2007, the Hilton Hotel chain bought it and renovated it, opening it as the Skirvin Hilton in Oklahoma City. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh, y'all, I have a quick story. Oklahoma City is where uh, Milton made me eat balls. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, so we went to Cattleman's Ranch, right? I don't or Cattleman's know. something. Steakhouse. It's a fame. Yeah, Cattleman's Steakhouse. That's it. Uh, yeah, it's a famous restaurant in Oklahoma City. Uh, legendary, apparently. No, I didn't think it was that. And great. Uh, you know, um, they have like Eight a balls, they have okay. a food challenge there. Uh, I saw it on Man vs. Food. That's why I wanted to go there. MVP. Uh, we didn't go. No, it's MVP. <laughs> yeah, about the same. There's OP there. <laughs> Um, P H O O D. <laughs> so, anyways, anyway, um, Milton made me eat balls. So, yeah, they have calf fries. Were they calf fries or lamb calf. fries? They're calf. Okay. calf fries. They were calf fries. And y'all, hold on, before we even get into this, everybody, I saw it on the menu. I said, all right, well, we're not going to get that. We're going to get something else, like as an appetizer. So, we did. And then the guy, or maybe we didn't get an appetizer. I don't fucking know. But, um, no, we didn't. But the guy, the waiter went to the next table over next to us and was like, do y'all want some calf fries today? And the guy was like, oh, no, no thanks. And he was like, that's what we're known for. And so then we were like, well, we want calf fries. Because I was like, Milton, like, what are calf fries? Because I don't know if y'all know, but Burger King has chicken fries. And it's literally like chicken in the shape of fries. (laughs) I've seen it on commercials. <laughs> and um, I was like, calf fries have to be like steak, like long cuts of steak, right? And he was like, y'all really think y'all got the balls to eat them? The calf fries to us. And I was like, ha, 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 that was weird. And Milton was like, it's okay. It'll taste like calamari. It's going to taste like calamari. Turns out it's not like calamari at all. It's kind of. It's, no, not at all. If like calamari was had like balls. thin sliced. If calamari had balls. No. Because yeah. it's like slightly chewy. It's very chewy. It was not that chewy. It was because th- it was cut really thin. It was like almost like chips almost. But like not crunchy, just like like soft chips. So I came back and told my family. And my mom and dad were both like, oh, you didn't know that like fries means testicles. They no were failed. good. They were good. I like them. You thought they were good. I like them. Bailey did not think that they were good. Yeah. So, anyways, go to Oklahoma, eat some balls. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's not bad. Many have had a haunted experience in the hotel, including some of the L.A. Lakers. Is your interest peaked yet? The L.A. Lakers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So when the Lakers were in Oklahoma to play the Clippers in the 2011-2012 season. Wait, wait, wait. The When the Lakers played the Clippers? Yeah. And they played in Oklahoma? Yeah. That doesn't sound right. That's what I read in the article. Okay. If the Lakers and the Clippers were playing each other, they'd be playing in L.A. Because they're both L.A. teams. Are you sure it's not, it's not the Thunder? That's what's in, that's the team in Oklahoma City. Does that make sense? It's still, no, because <laughs> the, the team neither team plays in Oklahoma, <laughs> so that's the problem. That's the crux of it. I understand. Okay, well, okay. L.A. was playing in Oklahoma, and it was the 2011-2012 season. Is that better? L.A. is playing Oklahoma. Playing in Oklahoma. Okay. And the 2011-2012 season. Okay, so a regular season game. Okay. I'm, we're assuming. So many players decided to pay for their own room at the uh, Colcord Hotel in Oklahoma when Nick Young got bed bugs Oof. from staying at the Skirvin. 
The scurvy scurvin. Yeah, it sounds gross. <laughs> but some te- uh, some of the team decided to stay at the scurvin, including Meta World Peace. Sound, that sounds right. <laughs> also, that sounds completely right. <laughs> I have to add in, I had no idea who this fucking dude was until he played Celebrity Big Brother. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, he was so good. Owl? He was like good, but bad at the same time. You know, like he, he like wouldn't make any game moves, but then somehow ended up like making a big move. Yeah. Yeah. It was More moves stupid. than anybody on Big Brother this season. Same facts, man. <laughs> so no, come at us if you want to talk about Big Brother. We're here for it. Are we? I'm here for you. I want to talk about this shit season. <laughs> I got opinions. I feel like we need to make a podcast all about like reality TV shows. So anyways. Many of the team members claimed to have seen or heard strange things, but Meadow World Peace had his own experience. He said, quote, the ghosts were all over me. I just accepted it. Then, quote, they touched me all over the place. I'm taking one of the ghosts to court for touching me in the wrong places. That's like such a Meadow World Peace thing to say. <laughs> like. So the story is that he got assaulted by the ghost of the Skirvin Hilton Hotel. Sexually assaulted. I mean, damn. So, um, the Lakers coach, Luke Walton, reported having, quote, a safe trip and did not agree with Meta World Peace's experience. <laughs> he was like, oh, everybody's just drinking too much. So the other players uh, that stayed at the stir- at the Skirvin complained about being woken up in the mul- uh, multiple times in the middle of the night to a baby crying. But the, uh, oh, let me reset. The other players that stayed at the Skirvin complained about being woken up multiple times in the middle of the night to a baby crying, but the team was the only one staying on that floor. Oh. Yeah, like I could understand, like just randomly hearing a baby crying next door if it's just you, but like when you got the whole floor rented out and y'all are all grown ass men, that's a whole nother story. Mm-hmm. Um,. This is not the only strange noise that people have heard. Guests often describe hearing what sounds like a maid's cart being pushed down the hall when no one's there. Specifically, men guests who have uh, who have stayed at the hotel have reported being propositioned by a female voice while they're alone in their rooms. Being propositioned? Yeah. Like sexually. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going to lose your husband to a ghost. <laughs> Yeah, I can't imagine you're just laying there like, hey, big boy. But this kind of fits with Meta World Peace's story. Oh, yeah, it does. Full circle. Full circle. Uh, Employees have reported seeing things move around on their own and having uh, doors slam shut on them. Guests often complain of the feeling that someone is watching them. Um, Along with the players that stayed there, many guests and employees alike have reported hearing a baby crying, too. They believe it's the baby that was... uh, Killed when mm. its mom jumped out the window. Right. Um, and guests staying on the 10th floor have reported seeing the apparition of Effie, who was Skirvin's mistress and captive. Oh. And that is the haunted Skirvin Hilton Hotel in Oklahoma City. Man, that hotel is sketchy as fuck. Yeah, we ain't staying there. <laughs> I'm more scared about the bed bugs. Yeah, I would say the bed bugs, that ain't paranormal. That's just <laughs> nasty. bad housekeeping. It's nasty. Uh, my references this week are the OCregister.com, legendsofamerica.com, and scurvinhilton.com. Well, that's a great story. Thank you. And it included one of your favorites, basketball. Yeah. The NBA. 
BNBA. Even though the WNBA does better. What? Uh, nothing. That's a whole other story for a whole other time. For a whole other oh, podcast. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, um. But yeah, WNBA players need to be paid more. Yes. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. And wear your mask and don't forget to vote, too. Yes. Um, Try our drink this week. Go check out our social medias. The drink is very beautiful. Milton did an amazing job. Check us out. Happily Ever Haunted on Facebook and Instagram at H-E-H Podcast on uh, Twitter. And then if you love the podcast, uh, don't forget to leave us five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you, you get your podcast. We would love to hear from y'all. And remember, those that haunt together, stay, stay together. together.